everyone, this is Mengfei Li from Beijing, China. Welcome to my show. In 1945, Germany was about to take over the entire world. That's right, the whole world. Many nations tragically fell into the hands of the ruthless dictator Adolf Hitler. Poland was one of them. Many people became refugees, fleeing the nation and looking for the better chances. Across the ocean, China welcomed the refugees warm-heartedly, as well as giving food and life to the people who suffered from pain and injustice. As we can say, the friendship between China and Poland could trace all the way back. How about today? What is the bilateral relations between these two nations? Today, I have distinguished a guest called Michał Nita. Michał graduated from University of Warsaw, obtained Confucius Institute scholarship at Peking University where he studied Chinese language and Chinese literature. Michał is a member of Warsaw Beijing Forum, a student organization that connects students from University of Warsaw and China University of Political Science and Law. Michał currently works in IP TMT department at one of the biggest law firms in Poland. Welcome to my show, Michał. Uh, welcome, Will. Uh, great, great to have you. So, Michał, let's and, get to... Uh, thank you very much for inviting me. Absolutely. Let's get to the question, Michał. Again, as an opening, I think the bilateral relations between the two countries can trace all the way back. Now, today, how would you describe the relationship between China and Poland? Um, actually, today, um, our, our relations are still strong, but um, of course, because of the um, US-China decoupling, we are uh, sort of in the middle between two superpowers, um, the US and uh, China. So we have to tread carefully. Uh, however, we still want to maintain good relations with with both nations. Um, so uh, recently, we celebrated the 17th, uh, uh, 17th anniversary of uh, Polish-Sino relations, um, during which we recollected such events as the fact, for example, that uh, Poland was the, one of the first countries to uh, recognize uh, the PRC as the legitimate country um, on the world stage, um, or the fact that we uh, helped to negotiate between the US and China in the 60s, um, when, when the US and President Nixon um, recognized the PRC as the legitimate China. Um, and so now we still uh, have um, all of this, all of this uh, positive um, all memories in our relations, and I, and I think that helps us still to, to develop um, good relations uh, right now. Um, so uh, we we participate in the um, uh, Asian Infrastructure um, and Investment Bank. Uh, we are one of the um, signatory countries um, of, of this bank, uh, of this agreement. Um, and we also take part in the uh, BRI uh, initiative, of course, uh, of the One Belt, One Road. 
um, we are supposed to be the, the communication hub between Asia and Europe. Uh, our, our location helps us to do that. Well, Michal, I'm very glad that you touched on many points regarding the uh, relationship between China and Poland. Now, the next question i like to address is, as you mentioned that recently, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, the Chinese government sent the delegates to Poland. And I believe you participated, or at least you were informed about this uh, a previous dialogue. So could you please tell me, when the Chinese government sent the delegates to your country, what message did the Chinese government deliver? And what is your takeaway from this meeting? Um, yes, uh, as, as I said um, recently, uh, the U.S.-China decoupling um, made made both both of the nations to sort of struggle for the uh, for the approval from from the European countries. So um, yes, uh, Chinese. Uh, Chinese Minister of Foreign Affairs Wang Yi. Um, I think he was in Poland um, one year ago, but uh, re recently um, other other um, officials from the from the Ministry of Foreign Affairs visited Poland, and I think their main goal was to um, at least uh, try to uh, mitigate mitigate the negative impact of the um us us negative campaign uh, of china that is happening right now in europe especially made by the secretary of state mike pompeo um so definitely the the officials from uh, chinese officials wanted to um encourage uh polish polish prime minister and other ministers um for example to give huawei um, a chance in the uh, 5G bidding um, to, to, to set up 5G infrastructure in Poland um, and also to, to develop the initiatives uh, connected with the uh, One Belt, One Road um, and welcome more uh, Chinese foreign investment. Um, also, there is a uh, still ongoing problem um, about the trade deficit between uh, China and Poland. Um, so I think those kind of meetings, they, they try to, to help boost the mutual uh, exchange of, of goods and services between both countries. Mm. Michal, you mentioned that, as you know, U.S. right now is facing another major election. Now, my topic is not going to center on this upcoming election, my topic or my question, next question is going to be direct about when U.S. and China is locking in this uh, uh, tensive uh, conflict or uh, regarding this uh, politically or uh, economically, how does that conflict impact the relationship between Poland and China? In other words, do you think that the, the, um, the, devastate, the devastating relationship between U.S. and China could create something negative or maybe even possible a pitfall for Poland to perceive this relationship with China? Uh, yes, I think you can see the situation both ways. So on the one hand, you can argue that since there are two major superpowers that um, vie for, for good relations with, with Poland, 
then we should use that to our advantage and try to um, try to get the the most of it as we can uh, we with both countries. So we have kind of a leverage that oh, if we want uh, uh, have an alliance with with the US, then we'll go to China and the other way and otherwise. However, um, in my to my view. Uh, as you mentioned, this situation can be a possible pitfall because uh, we have to tread very carefully uh, as not to uh, not, uh, not destroy our relations completely with one country or another. Um, I think that right now, um, Polish government, which is quite right wing, uh, is um, amiable uh, towards uh, President Trump. Uh, actually, uh, our president Andrzej Duda was the first uh, official to to visit Washington from uh, the first official from Europe to visit Washington after the travel ban mm. um, between uh, the U.S. and Europe. So uh, the relationship with the U.S. right now seems, at least, very strong. As, but on on the other hand, we we do not want to take any direct actions against China um, to, to maintain this good relation. So yes, uh, as you as you mentioned, I think that we are between a rock and a hard, hard place right. right now. Well, Michal, I want to um, I, I want to ask you because as you mentioned, the President Trump is going to continue to run this train that keep America great again. But meanwhile, that China. It's absolutely on this unstoppable rise, and you mentioned the uh, the biggest project under Chinese President Xi Jinping is the One Belt One Road Initiative. Now, the next question, excuse me if I may if I maybe sound so uh, forceful to you, but U.S. continues to see China as a threat not only to the country but also to the world from currency manipulation, trade war, and um, human rights, all these sensitive issues. Now, from your perspective, do you think that the country of Poland sees China this way? Um, I think that um, at least part of Polish society and um, a lot of Pol Polish politicians, uh, they still view uh, everything that is called communist uh, negatively. Mm. And it, of course, has some um, historical connotations since we used to be um, a communist or socialist country, whatever you can call it, is of course it was quite uh, quite different uh, political system from from the one that is right now in the PRC. Um, but we still have this baggage, <laughs> this negative baggage of the communist times. Um, so um, a, lo a lot of lot of um, people and politicians. Um, are not that keen on um, strengthening the the relationship um, with with China, and of course the the actions uh, from the U.S. diplomacy right now do not help uh, to foster any uh, any trust uh, in China and the Chinese government in Poland. Uh, unfortunately, they undermine it um, right now, um, but. Uh, I think that, that there are um, still there is still some group of people, especially business business owners, um, 
and academic uh, academics who think that uh, the fostering uh, relationship with with China is still is still very important to our economy, and uh, we cannot just simply uh, cut the ties yes, um, and uh, stand only with the U.S. no matter what. Mm. Well, Mihao, you you went to China because. As I mentioned, you obtained the Confucius Institute scholarship and you studied in Beijing. Not only you study the language, but also you study the literature. So I want to ask you from your perspective, why did you do that? Why did you bother to study the Chinese language and literature? Again, based on your time spending in China, spending in Beijing, what's your impression? What's your understanding of this country in the year of 2020? Uh, yes, there are actually a uh, few different reasons why I decided to take up on uh, Chinese studies. Uh, first of all, of course, uh, as China is on the rise, as you as you mentioned, um, and and its impact, its global impact is only growing. Then uh, I think that it's important for anybody to to know this country better and uh, understand the dynamics that are happening there um the second one the, the second reason is that uh, i'm very interested in international relations and uh, I, um, I i would like probably to pursue um a job in that in that area in the future um and uh, Third of all, um, I, I'm I'm very interested in the Chinese uh, ancient ancient philosophy mm. um, and ancient literature. I think it has a it's a great cultural heritage, which is quite different from anything that we uh, get to know in our schools. Since since schools in Europe do not teach almost anything uh, connected to to China or other Eastern European countries. Mm. Um, so when I first arrived in China, it was 2016. Mm. Um, yes, and actually I did not, I didn't know what to expect. Yes, but when I arrived in Beijing, it really struck me how how developed the uh, the, the countries, uh, the, uh, the the cities, and for example, how green it was. Yes. Mm. <laughs> that uh, actually the, the 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 campaign to plant trees yes, and to, to uh, strengthen the, the um, climate climate change action in China um, is also very visible um, yeah and um, what I experienced I, I think what was what was the most important thing that I experienced there was a global community that I entered into that China really welcomes people from all around the world yes like um, I, I got to meet people from from South America, from Africa, from Asia. Uh, that's I, I don't think I would um, would meet otherwise. And I, I was able to share with them this Chinese, my Chinese experience. Yes. Well, Mihao, I have two more questions before letting you go. Now, the next question I want to ask you again. Let's go back to One Belt One Road Initiative. So, Chinese President Xi Jinping was the a designer or even this uh, of the craftsman for this huge project. So I want to ask you from your perspective, could you briefly tell us how does Poland benefit from this project? 
Um, yes, as I mentioned before, uh, we are sort of in between um, Asia and Europe. So um, in the original design of the uh, Belt and Road Initiative, uh, we were supposed to be a, a transport hub uh, between uh, for, for the for the goods that are transported um, either from Asia to Europe or from Europe to Asia. Um, although it might uh, it might not be the case today that we um, that all of the goods uh, go for Poland, but uh, I think it still impacts our economy in a good way. Uh, that um, we have to we uh, we for example deal with all of the customs uh, that are associated with with uh, with BRI. Um, and uh, for example, we can charge for uh, for storing goods yes, um, in order for them to be transported uh, to other European countries. Mm. Um, and of course, with that, um, the, um, the Polish products uh, were are able to come to the Chinese market, especially the Polish dairy products, which I think they are quite welcome mm. in Poland and well uh, in China and uh, well received by Chinese customers. Absolutely. Now, Nihao, the last question I want to ask you is, as you know, the world is still continue battling with the COVID-19. Of course, it doesn't matter where the virus started. It's what matters the most is how can we engage globally and collaborative uh, uh, working together to fight against this virus for the greater benefit. So I want to ask you, under this COVID-19, how has Poland uh, uh, continued to perceive China? Do you think that because uh, um, the, uh, the COVID-19 has drastically changed this international community, is it possible that Chonin's, uh, uh, Poland still hold China accountable or is it really the group effort to fight over this pandemic? Mm, well, I think that's a little bit difficult question. Um, uh, definitely, I can still see some voices on the Internet <laughs> that uh, blame China for the pandemic. Uh, but I think it's not that there are not that many as it used to be um, in March when, when the pandemic started. Um, the, the, I think some Polish people and other European uh, people from the European countries had some issues with the, this so-called mask diplomacy mm. as when uh, China sent some supplies uh, to Poland um, and other countries. And then, of course, there were some uh, some problems with uh, with parts of the equipment. So uh, people were saying that oh, China only did that to to um, to show its good side, yes, and to to use pandemic to to its advantage. Um, but actually, I I don't see any formal reaction from the Polish government right now. Uh, uh, especially there, there was no um, call from Polish government for inquiry in the, the origin of the virus, yes, as for example in Australia or the US or Canada. Mm. So I think on this point, Polish government uh, stays neutral yes, and they don't want to blame anybody for the pandemic. 
Well, Nihao Nita obtained Confucius Institute scholarship at Peking University where he studied Chinese language and literature. Also, he's a member of Warsaw Beijing Forum. Nihao, thank you for so much for being on my show. And I'm looking forward to having further discussion with you regarding this bilateral relations between China and Poland. Thank you very much, Will, for inviting me.